It's Thursday, February 29th. This is what's coming up on the mayor's office. If I was a hitting coach, I would tell what I told the Yankees when we faced Gosman. Hey, you're going to look bad today. Just chalk it up. But we can't have fear attacking this the heater because you're going to look like a fourth grader when he throws you that split finger. He's going to screw you in the ground. It's nasty. And I'm in love with this good life. Can't give it up. Make it to the top. Keep climbing. I want to live it up. The good life. I'm coming up. I'm coming up. The good life. Good life. Oh, good life. Good life. Good life. Good life. Yeah. Good life. Good life. Good life. Chichi, what's going on, brother? What's up, man? I got my legit T-shirt on. Uh, my <laughs> sister-in-law gave me this because uh, ever since you and I started the show, I think both of us say legit every couple. <laughs> oh, is that why? Is that why she did it? <laughs> That's why she got it for you. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I love that. I love, dude. I, I'm, I've always said legit. Like people be like, oh, you know, when people mock me, sometimes I'm like, "That's legit." <laughs> You know, I'm like, all right. Oh, I you know? She <laughs> said to me, everything's legit. Everything's legit with you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> You're like, why not? It's a great, it's a great phrase. You know? It is a great phrase. Anyway. Yeah. So good, okay. dude. So good. Dude, I tell you what, I, I mean, you know, I know coming in with, I'm coming in with a little bit of a heavy heart today, coming in to this show of, uh, you know, Stacy Wakefield passed away yesterday. Obviously Wake and uh, Wake's a great friend of mine. Great friend of the shows was on a few you know, about a year ago, probably less than a year ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's incredible change how, how life goes sometimes. Cause when I was with the Yankees, you know, obviously wakes a good buddy of mine. So I was somebody had grabbed me and said, Hey, wake wants to see you in the dugout. So I went down to the dugout and wake was down there and I knew Stacy was sick I mean, his wife had been sick for, for a while now. And uh, was stage four cancer, and so I knew it wasn't good there. So I went down to meet Wake, and you know, just tell him how sorry I was about Stacy. And we were in the dugout, and he was like, and I just looked at him like, Wake, I'm I'm so sorry to hear about Stacy. Like I'm I'm torn up about it, and I'm praying for you guys. And like I'd already, like I'd already texted him and talked to him and been a while, and he didn't say anything to me, Chinch. He kind of looked at me and. You could see his, he started to well up a little bit mm-hmm. and he barely could even say it, but he was like, Hey, it's me now case. And I was like, what do you mean? It's you. He's like, well, I got, they found a brain tumor and he's like, I'm going in tomorrow for surgery. So I hugged him. You know, he cried. I cried. It just was a, Oh, so uneasy, man. Like just love wake to death. It's a wonderful human being has done so much for so many and including myself. Obviously, you know, in the interview that we did with him, how amazing of a person he is. And Stacy's amazing. They have two kids, you know, a son and a daughter. And, uh, you know, what was crazy was Wake had the surgery the next day. I must admit, it really rattled me that day. Mm. And, uh, you know, surgery the next day, I texted with him, man, I'm praying for you. He's like, all, all went well. And then a few weeks later, man, um, you know, Wake passed away. He had that stroke, I believe, and at home, and you know, didn't didn't make it. And I just thought of Stacy and the kids. Like, I just can't believe this is all happening. Like, it was really Stacy that was sick, and Wake was supporting her, and the Red Sox were supporting her, and everything. All everybody was, and then 
Wake ends up passing, which is incredible. So, yeah, you know, seeing Stacy pass yesterday, you know, I I'm a, I believe that they're together again. Yes, I agree. Uh, but that. I must but I must admit it it breaks my heart for their kids and breaks my heart for. Uh, just I just dude a couple years ago, they're at the I'm with them at David Ortiz's you know golf outing. Everything's fine. Stacy's fine. Yeah. Tim's fine. <laughs> and here we are. Couple years later, you know they're both not with us. So a year ago, like he I said, he taught us how to throw a knuckleball on our show like a year ago, <laughs> like a year ago. Yeah, and 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 always looking to help other people in the community. You know, what I mean, you know, just like I said, man, just a wonderful, wonderful human. And you know, I'm just uh, it's it's just uh, with a I'm sad. It makes it makes you sad, man. It makes you sad. I hear you. I hear you. you. Know? It's tough. So, it's prayers out to the. To everybody, uh, especially their kids. That's very well put, man. I'm so yes. sorry for your friend and yeah. you know everybody who loved him. And I'll just have one thing, like not to transition into baseball, but it's just a, more of a testament to the person. This guy threw a knuckleball, you know, kind of like unconventional. So he didn't probably do the same throwing routines as pitchers during his career. And, you know, kind of a different kind of position he played than anybody else, but yet... I always look back at like Wakefield as one of the captains of that Red Sox team, one of the leaders yeah. and one of the most, everybody looked up to him. Anytime I was around the Red Sox, it's like Wake's in charge, like Wake, Veritech, those guys, those, those guys were the, you know, kind of the people everybody looked up to, to be people more so than baseball players. So yeah, you know, a lot of prayers to everybody who's a fan, anybody who, who were family and friends. And of course you too. Uh, yeah. Sad stuff, man. And a lot of prayers. And I, I, I love your thought about it. They're together now, so that's yeah. got to take that. You're right, man. He was like just the leader on that team. You know, I played there in 08. You know, I was such a fan of Wakes because of uh, the Pirates in the early 90s, dude. When yeah, he came dude. up when you with 92, like, who's this Tim Wakefield guy? You know, and he almost could pitch every day because the knuckleball, did, you know, wasn't a, a ton on your shoulder. But, you know, uh, he was really a leader in that clubhouse. He was like big, big poppy and Wake were kind of like the big guys. And, uh, was always keeping it light. Was super funny. Uh, like I said, man, I just life life uh, life happens on life's terms. Sometimes I just you know you just that's what I mean. Like one day at a time, man. Let's just appreciate today and and uh, you know keep the prayers out to like I said the Red Sox organization, the Wakefield family, their kids, and uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. I'm sorry, buddy. I um, yeah. I feel it. Uh, Anyway, um, all right, we move on. There's no transition from this. We'll just kind of subtly. Right, there's no, no transition. <laughs> no, not at all. Please <laughs> understand that. Um, we did have Yamamoto pitch yesterday. He looked pretty good, Sean. Did you, did you see yeah. that? <laughs> great stuff. Interesting. There was a couple takes I had on it. He's got great stuff. I think we saw the split finger a couple times. It was pretty nasty. I, what was interesting to me, Chinch, not a big leg kick. I know, you know when you get too. you get pitches, yeah. Usually, they, you know they're getting that leg up and they're driving downhill. He kind of just falls downhill. You know, yeah. there's not almost like a, almost like an infielder would field it, boom, step and throw. He's almost stepping and throwing off the mound. I thought that was interesting. The first thing, uh, I did think he made a lot of mistakes. Hmm. So what showed me is like, I think he's you know I think he's gonna have to make some, make some adjustments, but I also think he's there's got to be some good ride on that fastball. Because 
he missed out over the plate a few times, and yeah. it was not squared up. Right. I thought that was interesting. Um, and and like I said, when 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 he when he when he got in the chance to throw that split finger, I mean, it was it was devastating. So, I think that's why that fastball plays so well. When you see a fastball, when you see a guy, you know, well, let's compare him to Gosman just with the split mm-hmm. fastball combination. A guy like Gosman with that split, there's a there's hesitation a little bit as a hitter because it's going to make you look bad. And no one in life wants to look bad. No one wants to look embarrassed. So the human element comes in with guys with the split fingers because you're like, okay, I, I want to be on the heater, but the split finger looks like the heater. Yeah. So, and I, I, I would tell, if I was a hitting coach, I would tell what I told the Yankees when we faced Gosman. Hey, you're going to look bad today. Just chalk it up. But we can't have fear attacking this the heater because – you're going to look like a fourth grader when he throws you that split finger. He's going to screw you in the ground. It's nasty. Yeah. So I think a big thing. Splitter, if you're looking for the splitter, you're going to get your bat broken into 3,000. Well, if you're looking, you can't look for the splitter. That's <laughs> yeah. why the splitter is so nasty, a good one. You can't look for it. As you, when you face a guy with a good split finger, you're just relying on the hanging split right. because it's still a hard pitch. It's still a split finger fastball. It has fastball rotation, everything. It just leaves you. So when I look at a guy like him, his fastball – when it's a mistake out over the plate, it's not getting touched at times because the split finger is so good. And it, it puts you a little bit point one on the defensive mm-hmm. that gets you that ground ball or that pop up. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how guys are able to attack him because he's not Gosman's a split fastball combo. This guy's got a curveball, a slider, a split, a cutter, I mean, yeah. he's like six yeah. pitches. Yeah. Like he's like Otani. Oh, yeah. He's basically Otani. <laughs> That's true. That's funny. Speaking of Otani, Otani, <laughs> you notice this. I, I missed this on a broadcast, but uh, Yamamoto's got to learn how many outs there are in a game, I think, right? Is that what happened yesterday? Oh, yeah, dude. I thought that was great. Do you see Yamamoto? Yeah, he got three outs in one of the innings, and he turned around to go back to the mound, and then he saw everybody running off the field, and he kind of gave it the, whoa, and he, like, walked off. I just thought it was great. Like, Otani was in the dugout, and they, they had a picture, you know, the videos on him, and he's, like, kind of, like, motion like three outs dude three outs and what i thought about was how great is it for those guys to have each other because for for even a a guy that's you know that's in the big leagues that go ends up going to uh that's ends up going to japan or wherever you go because i know for like guys that are you know latino that come over when they first come to the states one of the biggest things the language barrier so not only have the baseball's different the culture's different so many different things but then the language barrier could be a lot, right? Yeah. So for Otani and Yamamoto to have each other as far as to be able to speak Japanese, to be able to be comfortable, to, be, to, to have uh, – they've known each other for years, that's a huge – I didn't really think about that in a, in a huge way until yesterday when I saw that and Yamamoto smiled, Otani was smiling. Yeah. But they could, he could come in the dugout and speak Japanese – so, Tony, that's that's comforting, man. No, dude, that is great. Dude, it's funny you mentioned that. A couple of days ago, uh, you know, being in New York, I get all the local spring training broadcasts, and, and uh, Francisco Alvarez of the Mets, uh, he did one of those in-game interviews, you know, they do during spring training where they get the, they talk for yeah. half an inning, and he did it in English. And I was like, I didn't know Alvarez spoke English yet. He's a young kid, man. He's a rising star. Yeah. Right at the end. Right at the end, uh, the entire booth was like, Francisco, 
this is unbelievable. Like, thank you so much. And like, they were honored that he did the interview in English because when he came last year, he actually admitted this. He was terrified or when he, when he, when he started playing baseball in America, he was terrified a year ago, he wouldn't even order his own food uh, at restaurants or at, at, he would have to bring somebody with him because he was afraid he was going to get the order wrong because he had no, he, he had to learn the language from scratch. And over the course of the past year, he he did an interview with like Ron Darling when the, and, and, and all those guys in a booth in English and was so proud and they were so proud of him. It's really cool because it's got to be so hard. Sean Casey, you, you know, you, you're a hitting coach. If the guy can't, there are certain words. First of all, the English language is one of the dumber languages. I'm sorry. It's like so hard to learn. The hardest to learn, you know, through, throw, thou, though. Like, <laughs> everything's like, there's words that that, that are so same meaning. Bad. There's same meaning, three different meanings for the same word. How about read and read? And then right. R-E-D and then there's R-E-A-D and they both say the same thing. But then one of the words says read twice and then read. It's it's the most difficult language. It's, it it's must be in the, it must have been the moonshine era when they were thinking about they were putting English together. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and uh, these guys come over. I remember Pedro talked about. It. He's like he didn't speak a word of English. He just played video games with his uh, his host in a uh, in Montreal. The host uh, like ten year old kid and the kid told taught him English. He, what? He, yes, dude, it's a great story. He's told it before. Yeah. But, and, then, and then and then Pedro did his Hall of Fame speech in, in English and Spanish, dude. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So, you got to give these guys credit, dude. I must admit, like, I'm I'm trying to learn Spanish now, so I'm doing yeah. that app Duolingo. Oh, nice! So I do five minutes a day, five yeah. minutes a day. But it's been kind of fun. Sure, it's been kind of fun, like like learning it and like. But like, what I'm saying is, to to give an interview in Spanish, like, yeah. are you nuts? No wow. chance, dude. I right. feel so uncomfortable while you're trying to make a living. <laughs> right, right, right. While you're trying to hit uh, Yamamoto seven pitches. Right. You still you're learning a language. You're learning a language. It's very it's it's one of the more impressive things to me about athletes that come here from other other countries and Yeah, I love it. So, very cool. So one cool. last one last note. This is a an interesting one. Big the biggest news out of yesterday, Shohei Otani just dropped it on all his uh on all his uh lover fans that he's married. <laughs> he oh just, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He just posted like, "Hey, sorry, I haven't mentioned this earlier, but I'm married." <laughs> he's keeping it private. Has, has I thought it was just him and his dog. I thought it was just him and his dog hanging out. I thought so too. I wonder if, you know, I wonder if he saw like the whole Kelsey Swift situation happen in the NFL, and maybe he's like, "I, I don't want, I don't want my wife." You know, my wife's not. She might not be a superstar like Taylor Swift, and I'm sure when she when somebody sees her, they're gonna be like. Here's Otani. Here's Shohei Otani's wife. She's right. going to wind up being on the cover of every every <laughs> everything that Swift and Kelsey were on. I bet. I bet Otani was like, "You don't want to be in a public eye, honey." Yeah, yeah. You yeah, don't yeah, want exactly. to do stuff. So, anyway, it was interesting, and it's it's starting to get a lot of heat. Some very some very upset uh, young folks out there who thought they might have been the next might have wound up being yeah, the, Shohei Otani's yeah. wife. Well, it's probably it'd be interesting to see if it, obviously I'm not like Us Weekly, but I'm just saying it'd be interesting, interesting to see if you know it's nice to meet somebody before you're this big superstar. So you know, what I mean? because good point, it, it helps because you, you you think at least they like you for who you are. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a real <laughs> point. Exactly. Anyway, I mean that's like a silly way to end, but it's it's a good way to end. Um, so that's oh hey, 
last point tomorrow. Do not miss it whatsoever. Who we got on, Sean? Yeah, we got we got uh, Christian uh, Yelich coming on tomorrow, which is going to be a great, great episode, guys. Uh, tune in. So much good stuff talking about hitting, but talking about WBC, talking about Jim Leland, talking about that catch Adam Jones made, just oh, yeah. some great stories. So it's going to be a great show. Tune in uh, tomorrow for the mayor's office. Christian Yelich really yeah. gave us a gift coming on with us. Yeah, especially, hey, oh, man, the – Think, see, hearing Sean and Christian talk hitting, he is just as much of a student of hitting as he is a, being a good hitter. So you, you guys are really, really going to want to hear them talking about so many things. Hit, yeah. hit, not hitting down on a ball, where where your where your hips are, where everything, timing. Yeah, it's great yeah. stuff, guys. So his, his time with Bonds and Mattingly, like yeah, yeah. If you're a baseball fan, don't miss this one. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. All don't right, great, man. Okay. All right, man. Hey, Chinchy, have a great rest of the day, brother. Everyone out there, thanks for listening. We really, really appreciate it. David Dumont, that bat's on its way, bro. I went to UPS yesterday, shipped it out. So you should be seeing that soon. And I hope everybody's doing great and having a great day. And we will see you tomorrow with Christian Yelich. Chinch, love you, bro. Subscribe and download. I have to say it because, I don't know, that's what you're supposed to do. We need it. All right, brother. I'll talk to you, man.